Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, welcome to Marital Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hello. So we're doing part two of etiquette. That's right. We're actually doing part two. But we always say we're going to talk about this in the next episode or we'll do it later and we never do. We're actually doing it. Look at us. Turning over a new leaf. Look at us. Right? Yes. Impressive. Coming through with, uh, we're walking the walk, not just <laughs> sure. talking the talk. Exactly. <laughs> well, and uh, people will be listening to this a week after they listen to part one, but we recorded part one last night. Mm-hmm. Our kids weren't home, um, and we <laughs> chose to record when our kids aren't home because that's like our form of romance. Right. Some people would, you know, I don't know, go out on a date. Yeah. Or, but I think we had a, like a pretty fun date last we night. We did great. Well, we had some, I feel like, really constructive conversation after sitting outside. <laughs> Do you remember? I cried. <laughs> but it was good. It was Not a good because cry. I said anything, by the way. Not at no. my doing. No, no, no. It was just like an emotional conversation, right. but it was good. We played some pool. Mm-hmm. We ordered late night dominoes, yeah, which a- I am so regretting right now because my stomach is not good. Oh, really? That yeah. was, we ordered at like midnight. I think mm-hmm. came at twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. Damn, who do we think we are? Not yeah, no, <laughs> you're a bad influence on me. <laughs> and then we idea. watched Goodfellas. Yeah, and then we went upstairs, and you practiced the thirty minute rule that you talked about. Yep. So you came upstairs. Was it within thirty minutes? It was within thirty minutes. I made sure of it. Thirty minutes or less, like Domino's. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> if it's thirty minutes or less, I am free. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so we're continuing the conversation about etiquette, um, moving on to life etiquette, parenting etiquette, and you mentioned in the last episode you wanted to to talk about tipping, which I don't really want to talk about, but I will. Why, you think everyone's going to hate you? Well, no, because I have so many conflicting views on tipping. I know where it's necessary. I know where it's ridiculous, and... I try to find that happy medium, you know. Well, where, you know where you think it's necessary. You know where you think it's ridiculous. Sure, I should have prefaced what I said with, in my point of view, Correct. I know. Yes. Correct. Okay. Well, people, I have to say, uh, I did all the stories last night on Instagram and everything, and everybody is always so gracious with their input, and they give us such good ideas, but people get crazy about etiquette. As they should. Well, uh, in two ways. One way is like some people will answer, you know, because I said, what what forms of etiquette do you feel like are outdated? And you, I get a lot of responses. They're not outdated. We need to be doing more and we need to be raising mm-hmm. better kids and blah, 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 blah. And I, I get that people are very, you know, there are people who are very um, attached to 
traditional styles I'm, of doing things. And without knowing this, I'm sure those people are our generation. They're in their 40s or maybe 50s. No, some of the people were even saying they're like, I'm young and I believe in. Really? First of all, I think it's where you were raised, how you were raised, um, you know, depending on what demographic, you know, you're in as far as like, are you, you know, in a rural area? Are you in the suburbs? Are you in, a, you know, the, the south? Are you in the north? Are you like all these different ways of doing things? What different countries have different ways of doing things? But, um, but and I guess depending on where you're from. Etiquettes are different. You know, if, yes. you're, if you're living in the city, it's who opens the taxi door for their partner or who, you know, like we don't have that. You know what I mean? Like right. there's different, it all depends. Like we don't have elevators that we deal with every day. Like we talked about in the last episode. Right. That's a you good know? point. It's, so yes, they deal point. with that on a daily basis where we don't. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So again, it all depends where you're from, but people are very passionate about etiquette. So um, everything that we say here is just, you know, opinion based. We are not... It, there's um there are podcasts full podcasts on etiquette and everything sure. and there's um, I think Emily Post is her name uh, a whole book on you know the proper way to do things and there's blogs about it and you know there's <clears throat> it, so it is still relevant today because there is so much content out there about etiquette but it's also changing in a lot of ways um you know and I and and I think in some ways that make life easier for so many of us yeah well i was doing my research for this episode and so many of these websites were so infuriating to me about like going back to tipping you know etiquettes of do's and don'ts when do you tip when do you don't when do you you know how much there's so much information there's a billion websites out there about tipping etiquette mm-hmm. you know other forms of etiquette um so there's you know if you're if you want to research this at all there's plenty out there too. And I'm sure there's probably even podcasts on tipping etiquette. Like I tried just... to find an app about tipping um, that would tell, I mean, that would tell if, you know, I could type in like, do I tip the alarm guy who well, comes you in? always text me. I always text you. when Because I, I make every service call and then, then I let you know whether, you know, when they're coming or what time yeah. or whatever. And then you're always texting me when they're done. Do I tip this guy? You know, but I, I never just text you because it's always the same answer with you. No, no, it's not true. No. And I have one of those examples in my response. Here. Okay, but I always text a friend too, and, or my sister or something, uh, because I know I don't always agree with you. Sometimes I do, but sometimes I don't. Uh, but there wasn't any app that was helpful for that that would tell you yes, you should tip this. It was all conversions, like math, you know that you know put in the amount and we'll give you what 15 percent is or 20 percent or the, that was all really the apps i could find on tipping were just That's conversions a great idea we should make an app for tipping and you put in what service you just received and then you say and then the app will say how much did it cost and the then it'll, apple the says, app will tell you oh. how, it will ask you how much did that service cost and then it'll give you your tip recommendation if there should be that's a good idea. Yeah, we should do I'm that. I'm just rambling about, time. but it's I'm running through my, the mm, little marbles in my head. Don't let it. No. Okay. Yeah. No I, don't, time. I don't need another project. No, please. All right. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, tipping, but I wanted to start off. We, I spoke a little bit uh, in the last episode 
about the fact that I am really not good at etiquette. It, 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 I don't even know if that's grammatically correct. I am not good at etiquette. I, I don't even know how to say it. You're not that's good how, at the etiquette. I'm not good at the etiquette. Right. Uh, and it's not because I don't care. Um, first of all, I don't have my shit together. Anybody who follows me on Instagram, anyone who's in my life is nodding their head right now. Like, no, she really doesn't have her shit together. It's not just an act. It is the the, the, the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, I am a hot mess all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so I was going to say, just as an example, um, we are planning our son's bar mitzvah. And um, it's in a month, so you would think that things would be done and, and, you know, that the proper, I would be at the proper stage of where we're supposed to be when planning a a big event. Mm -hmm. Um, But first of all, I sent all the invites, so I sent the invites out a couple weeks ago. Most people, it was electronic. I didn't do like paper invites, we Mm -hmm. did electronic. So most people would like send all the invites out at the same time. I sent them out in like phases. Okay. <laughs> One day I was like, oh, I have these people's email addresses, so I'll send out these invites today. And then later I would get a text like, what the fuck? Why did this person get an invite and I didn't? And I'm like, <laughs> right. you didn't have slow your roll. I have not gotten to you yeah. yet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, you know, so I get people like, oh, I don't know, my kid is like best friends with your kid. Are they coming? And I'm like, yes, of course they're coming. Uh, you are just in the next phase. Not because, <laughs> and it's not that I don't like you as much. It is that your email was not as accessible to me. Right. Well, you have to get these emails to get these things out. So exactly. if you don't have them, you wait till so you So one of my friends said that they were sitting around, she and a bunch of moms were sitting around and like half of the kids had gotten Ian's invite and half of them hadn't. And one of the moms went, wait a minute. This is Danielle. Of course, we didn't all get the invites yet. It doesn't mean. (laughs) So on top of that, there was a typo on the invite. Oh, was there? Yes. We spelled uh, bar mitzvah wrong. (laughs) No. Well, well, first of all, no, we didn't. (laughs) Well, you edited it for me. (laughs) I didn't spell check. Right. You know what? And with all of this being said, I can't be mad at you or, you know, be against you in any way about this because... I mean, I probably should be helping with all the plans for the bar mitzvah. Yeah, no shit. Right. So how can I be mad at you for things not getting done in right. a progressive right? You know, well, right. you read the invite. My sister read the invite. I read the invite. <clears throat> and then my dad, like 30 seconds after texting, and his, calls me and is like, oh, there's a typo. And I'm like, why did I even need to fucking know? You shouldn't <laughs> have just, you should have just not told me. And I'm sure most people didn't realize, but also it's so on brand for me. Like... I would feel more comfortable with there being a typo than there not being a typo um, because it's just who I am as a person. Right. Let them know now. Good intentions, bad execution. That is going to be on my tombstone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good intentions. That should be my next tattoo. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with that, by the way. That was fantastic. Wasn't that great? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so literally, like my friend, you know, literally when we were writing the invitation, one of my friends was like, oh, well, what time does it start? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What time does it end? I'm not sure. Right. When it's over. Right. When it's over, it will end. So those are just the types of things like I just am a walking shit show. So it's not because I don't care. It is just that, you know, good intentions, bad execution. I love it. Oh, good. Fantastic. I'm glad I came up with that for you. So that is my preface to, um, I sh- really, I should, I have no, uh, no place to be talking about etiquette by any means because I am the worst. So, you know, 
Okay. So, prefacing <laughs> so keep listening, everyone. <laughs> right. You're going to gain some extremely um, beneficial knowledge yes. in this episode. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. So should we just start with tipping then? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a little scared to talk about tipping. Uh, like I said before, I have so many conflicting opinions about tipping, and I'm probably going to contradict myself many times. I get that. It's just how I feel, and that's just the way I am about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Be so, gentle. <laughs> we'll be gentle. Um, I think tipping has gotten out of hand in the last, I don't know, 10 years, let's say. Who knows? It, we used to tip for... All right. The things that I... I don't even want... I don't even know how to start this. I really, I'm fumbling over what I want to say here because I'm so nervous to even talk about my feelings about this. Um. You're okay. not sending people to like the execution chamber. No, I, I know. I just don't want to get yelled at and say the wrong thing or even say by accident what I don't really mean. Like, I just don't. I, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why don't, Listen, why don't, let's start by saying you are an extremely generous human being. I think so. You really are. I think so. You are an ext- I think anybody who knows you would say Adam Silverstein, your friends would say, you know, he is a very generous Thank human you. being. And, and to... People you know and to strangers alike. So I will preface it with that. That you are not the type, you are not stingy, you are not looking to cheat anybody out of money. You are the opposite. And I try to, like, let's, at a restaurant, I know that the waiters and waitresses, they work for tips. They make less money because they get tips, right? Which I think is awful all in itself, by the way. Like, I think it shouldn't be that way, but it is. And I know that going into it, I have the choice not to go to a restaurant, but I love going to restaurants. So I know I have to tip. And in that situation, I always over tip at a restaurant. I know they're dependent on that money. And we, you know, we rarely, if ever, have had a bad experience with a waiter or waitress. So I never have to worry about, well, do I tip less because they weren't good or do I tip more because they, like, I don't, I never, all I do is I get the check, I see how much it is, I do my multiplication and I leave a big tip. Always do. Except maybe, like, what do you feel about this? Like if you order a bottle of wine at dinner, which is three times the price that it's supposed to be when you buy it, do you tip the 20% or plus or whatever your normal tip range is on the bottle of wine? I don't. Okay. Would, would you... Like if you got a, a $50 dinner and a $50 bottle of wine, right? That's $100. So with the rules that the way they they are the, the way it's supposed to be, you're 20%, you're now $120, right? Would you leave that 20% on that $50 bottle of wine? I would look at the bill, at the total. At the bottom line. At the bottom line and just do 20%. Right, exactly. I don't even know. I, I didn't even know it was a thing not to tip on a wine bottle. Right. Like I don't have any, there's, I, I don't look at the check at the end of the night. I'm usually like exhausted. I want to get out of there. I just want to pay, you know, the person and, and okay. go. Right. See, but, it, but I contradict myself because if I order a cocktail, I do tip. You know, if the drink is 10 bucks, I'll give them two bucks for the drink, you know, like, so that's 20%, you know, so it's totally contradicting myself in that way. I just feel weird about 
tipping 20% on a bottle of wine, which is already three times markup, but it's supposed to like, I, that all goes so through my head. So when we go out with other couples, do they feel the same way you do? I have do? no idea. Oh. I but, just match but you, whatever But what we do. split the check. I'll match whatever they do. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. So right. if, if they do, I do. Right. If they don't, I don't. Like, okay. I don't, I'm not, I'm not mad about doing it. Okay. It just goes against kind of a principle of mine of like the, the wine shouldn't mm-hmm. be tipped. You know what I'm saying? Don't need to dwell on that for too long. But, um, you know, restaurants, it's, it's an awkward thing because of, of those circumstances. Like, but all in all, I try to tip as much as I can when it comes to restaurants. I know it's part of it. I know it's the experience. I know they need it. They don't make enough money to compensate for it otherwise. So I'm a big, generous tipper going out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Put it there. I'm starting on a positive note, I think. Okay. <laughs> um, would you like to chime in at all or am I just ranting this whole No, time? yeah, I agree. At restaurant, I mean, give them all the money. I mean, yes, I, I feel like workers <laughs> in general, you give them all the money. Well, the problem, okay, so my problem with tipping also is there's no rules, there's no regulations behind tipping except like at a restaurant. Like we know you're supposed to leave 20% or 15% or whatever. Like there's a number. But in general, it's kind of... There's, there's no, like, like when you're texting me, somebody came to do something, do I tip them? You don't know. If you don't know, why are you supposed to tip? Like, there's no rules about tipping. It's kind of just a feeling. It's kind of a should I or what did they do? Well, sometimes someone will walk in, like our refrigerator has been broken like 10 times. He'll walk in, he'll look at something literally for two minutes and be like, I'm ordering the part, I'll be back. Right. Uh, and I'm like, okay, when he comes back and fixes it, then I'll tip him. You know, first of all, also, I never have cash ever on me. Well, I was going to get to that too. Yeah, I never do. I mean, I should, but I never do. I never go to the ATM. I'm horrible about having cash on me. I'm always asking our daughter if she has any cash because I never have it. So that's one thing. But if I know someone is coming or whatever, you know, I, I like... I will try to have cash. But in that situation, when they just come, you don't know when they're coming. And mm-hmm. so anyway, that's. Yeah. Okay. So if somebody comes to repair our refrigerator, no way would I ever tip. No, I paid for the service. I paid for the parts. I paid for everything. This guy's doing his job, which he's being paid to do. I don't tip. On the other hand, another one that, you know, like you might call me and I would say always yes you know, we need salt delivery for our water system in our house. Mm-hmm. We have a, you know, septic and well in our house. So the guy brings, you know, 80 pound bags of salt to the house. All he has to do is drop it off at the at the garage and I would bring them into the basement where we, it needs to be. But he brings it to the basement. So he's doing me a favor, something I'm not paying for. So of course you tip him for that. It's mm-hmm. something that I could do myself, but he's doing for me. Okay. You know, so I pay for the salt. I don't tip him on top of, you know, of whatever the salt costs or whatever, you know, like it's not a calculation. It's like, oh, thank you very much for doing that for me. Here's, you know, 30 bucks for bringing it to the basement for Mm -hmm. me. So those are the situations where I feel like tipping should be if you're being provided a service that you could do yourself, but you choose not to. Of course, you tip the person like food delivery. If they don't charge a delivery fee, like we ordered Domino's, I don't even know if they'd fucking charge a delivery fee. I couldn't. Yeah, but see and even if they do, that's probably not going to the delivery person. Okay, but it should. But that's not right. But our, it's probably not. Okay, it's supposed to. It should. That's a whole another problem in itself. But okay, so here comes another question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if I if we order food, 
and there's no delivery fee, of course I overtip the guy because I could go drive to get the food, but I don't want to. Mm-hmm. So I'm paying this person to deliver the food for us because I could have gone, but I chose not to. So he's doing us a service that I could have done, right? So of course, big God, tip for you that. put a lot of thought into I, all of I, this. You know, I think about these you things. You really do. So what would you, all right, let's say we get, and I also don't agree with tipping on a percentage of delivery for food. Okay. Like if the delivery is $50, I don't do calculations about, is it 20%? Is it 50? Like I don't do that. Like okay. I don't care how much it costs. I tip them a certain amount. Okay. Okay. So let's say you're getting food. It doesn't matter how much it costs. And normally you would tip, let's say, just for easy numbers, let's say $5. We tip more usually, but I'm just trying to use easy. Yeah. Right. What would you do if the delivery fee was $5 and they brought your food for you? I wouldn't even know there was a delivery fee. <laughs> would you give him the five or would you give him three? I No way would I give a $2 less for something or $3. No way. No way. Just give him all the... De- no. Like these are kids that are trying to make extra cash. That's not just cash. kids. It's not, but, but even e- still. But even more because even it's more. adults exactly. right, trying to support a family right. and everything. No. I, I don't... I don't... If I have like even... If I have a 10 or 20... Like I will just give it to them. Is that the right thing to do? I don't know. But I just don't put that much thought into it. I'm like, they're here at my house. They have just made my life easier. I love them so much. Here's your money. Oh, you love yes. them so yes. much. Yes, they have literally just made my life easier. Exactly. That's that's why I'm saying that's a reason to tip. They made your life easier and it wasn't something that you paid for. Right. So, but when we were first dating, I remember when we were staying at, our, when we were staying at hotels, it really bothered me because you never tipped the housekeeping. Mm-hmm. You were very young, you know, so I don't know. I don't know if your parents didn't tip housekeeping. Like, I, I don't, don't even know. Right. Yeah. And it, I, I was remember not influenced. being really upset about that because you were such a big tipper in other situations. Like you said, restaurants and stuff. To me, housekeeping at a hotel, I mean, holy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, first of all, when you're on vacation and you're, you know, with your significant other and you are staying at a hotel... There's all kinds of dirty, nasty stuff going on mm-hmm. in that bed. Right. I mean, like, I just don't understand the concept of not giving that, you know, not giving them like a huge amount of money. You know, you've just like partake, partooketh, partaked, partaked, participated <laughs> right. in in whatever you did. And then the next morning, someone is going to come and clean that up. Right. Give them all the money. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give them, Give all. them all the things. <laughs> right. I agree with you, by the yes, way. Yes, but I, you, and you do now. Yeah, I just didn't even, it, like I said, I wasn't influenced when I was younger. I just didn't think about it. Right. So that's the only reason. But when you made me realize day two, I was, you know, tipping yeah. like crazy. I always do now. Right. I get it. Totally. Just in general, too, because I'm a slob. And, you know, I, it's, I, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think um, as far as tipping goes, you know, I, I see you have like a whole lot there. Yeah, I do have. A I lot. don't know that we need to go that much into but detail. But I do want to say one thing that infuriates me. Okay. Let's like at our wedding. I don't remember anything about our wedding, but I remember this. Cash tip. That I, I don't know if it was the bathroom I went into or the coat check that I saw. There was a tip jar somewhere. And I walked over to them and I was like, you need to take this away now. No way are, is there a tip jar at my wedding. I'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. Like you're going to get tipped. 
do not ask my guests for a tip. Hmm. I do not. I don't want like I don't want to go to a wedding to somebody else's wedding and make sure I have cash on me because I'm going to the bar and I have to tip the person there or going to get my coat and I tip them there mm-hmm. or go to the bathroom and leave you know tip them. There. No, like mm-hmm. that's not. It's not okay to me. Right. Some people might feel differently. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, fuck that. No way. Ain't happening. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think it depends, you know, where you live and where you're. Some just people, a lot of places have just cash bars at at weddings. And that's a standard thing. And I get maybe some people who have, you know, who can't afford to be able to, like they want to have the best wedding possible. So they put all their money into Mm -hmm, it and they can't mm -hmm, afford to tip mm -hmm, the bartenders. mm -hmm. And I get it. There's reasons yeah, I just you know. Yeah, that's just your thing. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got. Stuff. I, I I I get it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I and I was gonna say also, you know, I have I have a business, mm-hmm. right? And we provide a service for customers. You know, we have our the biggest part of our business is you know our balloon counter where you know people come in and they need balloons and our you know our employees are taking their time blowing them up doing as nice a job as possible for the customer. And there was only one time ever somebody put out a tip jar on the balloon counter in my store. I almost fucking freaked out like crazy on her for doing that. I will never allow, they get paid, you mm-hmm. know, they, they don't get paid less like a, like a waitress or a waiter. Mm-hmm. Um, they get paid a regular, you know, uh, hourly rate. That's their job. That's what they're supposed to do. Um, so I will never allow a tip jar. I don't like making people feel uncomfortable, you know, when seeing that tip jar. If somebody hands them a tip, that's great. Fine. Give me my 20%. You keep the rest and everything is all good. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> no, I don't do that. Right. <laughs> what are your thoughts on stores that ask you at the end? Wait, like, I want to make sure I was trying to make a joke and you missed it. And I want to make sure nobody thinks I actually do that. Oh, I'm sorry. What was the joke? <laughs> You're not even listening to me. Were you on your phone? No. Now, I said, if, if somebody gives my employees a tip, I'm okay with that. I take my 20% of their tip and then let them keep the rest. Oh, ha, 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 Yeah, ha, I don't ha, do that, obviously. I know you. No, but if somebody hands them a tip, obviously that's fine. Keep it. Like, you, I get it. You're, you know. Right. But tip jars, no thanks. Right, right. Yeah, well, that's like when you're at stores and they ask you after you're done, do you want to give such and such to, you know, oh, Hands God. Across America yeah. or whatever it is. That makes me uncomfortable. You Awful. know, like I... I like to give to place, you know, trust me, we, I have my charities that I give to and I'm, you know, and I, but come on, I'm at CVS like buying tampons. That's <laughs> right. it. I just want to buy my tampons and I want to leave. I promise you, I am going to give money to all the places, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I just, that's not where I want to like do extra $2 to this and to that. And I get it. I get the thought behind it. Well, I, I see. I don't even trust like my I, you know, I overthink these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm my first thought is, well, are they really giving all of it to this charity? What is the charity? What does the mm-hmm. charity actually do? Some of them you don't even know. Right. I've never right. heard of That's before. Yeah. So like my mind goes there too, but I would never do it anyway. Trust me, we are very charitable in our own ways. So mm-hmm. I'm not worried about the fact that I'm saying no. Right. Except that the person behind you is like, asshole. Fuck them. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Uh, last one on tipping is also restaurant takeout. <laughs> <laughs> like, man you really do have some we spoke to what's his name on the uh we did the interview with um andy yeah andy and the you know the financial thing about this where like you go into like panera bread and you you know you order a sandwich or a bagel or whatever and when you have to pay on their screen like it's faced at you 
before you can pay, it says, do you want to leave? You know, choose the box. Right. And But not only, not only is that wrong and rude in the first place, the boxes are like 15, 20, 25, 30. Right. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm buying a bagel and you want a 30% tip? Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, I get it. Leave me alone. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. All right, I'm done. I won't talk about tipping anymore. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh huh. All right, we should feel better. We should feel like you. I'm going to go pee and feel better, but we should take a break. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, so more about tipping. No, no I'm, just I'm just okay. kidding. Oh, God, okay. We'll move on from there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, last episode, we mentioned thank you notes, which talk about a hot mess for you, this is like a strong hot mess on your end. Yes. Starting with our wedding. Like, did uh, it happen? Okay, but can I also preface that with never once have you written a thank you note for us? Correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. So right there is why. So you say hot mess for me. Meanwhile, after our wedding, I started a new job. Mm-hmm. No, I was, all, I was working saying, like crazy. Everything you're saying is right. And it was my traditional ways right. and my old school right. ways and so you put it on me that you were doing but this. you literally have never written a thank you note in your life right okay i i totally so, so yes get so, it. so let's go let's rewind okay yes but i am terrible at thank you notes for real and i more than think that's okay yeah i i i I'm very much the type of person who like, okay, if your mom buys something for our kids, I am not great at like being like, you know, you need to send grandma thank you note or, but when they are using that thing, I take pictures and send it to her. I'm mm-hmm. like, look how they're loving it, you know? And I, I'm, I'm constantly, I mean, our kids, you know, give her the biggest hug because, I mean, that's, you know, that our kids happen to be very affectionate. I know not a lot of kids are comfortable with that, but they give her the biggest hug and kiss and, you know, tell her thank you in person or whatever. No, I don't. I'm not good about our kids doing thank you notes. I'm not. I am not good about that. But mm-hmm. I think we are raising very gracious, grateful kids. And to your point, I think what you do is even better than a thank you note. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, look at my kid playing with this mm-hmm. thing or look at here's a video. Here's a picture. Like, yeah, they're enjoying it. See this, mm-hmm. you know. You know, for me, it's like, if you give me a gift, I say thank you. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's your thank you. You know, like, that's enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't need to go home and now fill out a card saying, you know, thank you for the thing. I love it and enjoy it. That was so no- like, no, it's not happening. Yeah. No, I always want to say to people like, don't send, please don't send me a thank you. Especially yeah. if you're, a, you know, a new mom or, you know, new parent. Um, or uh, someone just died and I came to the funeral or I sent you food, don't send me a thank you. Like, you got enough going on. You don't need to send me a thank you. But the good news is, at least for us, I'm seeing a trend. You know, I, I once again, I have a store. You know, we have a party store. We sell invitations and thank yous and party supplies and all that kind of stuff. Thank yous, thank you notes, package thank you notes are going away. They're not even being made anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so are invitations, by the way, 
like on a downtrend. We used to do printed invitations and everything. Yeah, because everything's like Eva. We stopped that mm-hmm. so long ago. But there were still, you know, if you're having a Spider-Man party, you buy the invitations and the thank yous and the supplies. They, I don't even know if they make the thank yous anymore. Like people are just going away from that. I, I think, think is or, or they're doing it uh, online. You know, like they send like a bulk thank you to everybody who came. Thank you for coming. Yeah, fine. great. Yeah. No, definitely. So it's a trend that's, you know, dissipating. Yeah. But rapidly. people are, there are people who are still very, you know, there's also a nice thing. Like my mom, she loves to buy cards. She loves writing. She, it, you know, it brings her pleasure to do that. And she, you know, she loves putting things in the mail. And mm-hmm. so, you know, she loves it. Great. So let her do that. And it's, you know, it, people, and people like receiving thank yous to you know, some people, especially like if you're older and maybe more lonely or there is a place for it, I think. But I also think there is a place for let's acknowledge that there are a lot of different ways to show your gratitude. Right. And that is just one of the ways. Mm-hmm. So as much as I would never tell somebody don't do thank you notes unless they're writing it to me and I think they're busy and I'm going to just give them a, hey, I, you know, I see that you got what I'm giving you. Don't write, you don't, please mm-hmm. don't write me a thank you. Yeah, well, on the uh, opposite side of it, you know, we also sell greeting cards. And probably five, 10 years ago, I would have said greeting cards are a dying business. Maybe we should scale back and not do it. It's as strong as ever. So oh. I think it's kind of cool. And it's young people too. I mean, it's mostly older people that are buying greeting cards from us. But a lot of young people are still doing it. And I think that's nice. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's like it should be an expected thing anymore. But I think it's wonderful if you choose to do it and you'd like to do it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, when Mia was at sleepaway camp, I sent her a card pretty much every day. And I, it was really, you know, I, first of all, I knew she's at sleepaway camp. They're not allowed to have electronics. Or, you know, they're not allowed to have email or anything like that. So the only way for her to get mail, and I enjoyed that. It was fun mm-hmm. to, you know, pick out the card for her and, you know, n- think what, what she would like. And so, yes, but, um, but on a daily basis, like I, I, I need to be better even about keeping cards in our house, like even to put money in for bar mitzvahs and stuff. Like I just, you know, I'm just not. On well, top luckily of all I have that. a card store right. in my store. Right, that, that is true. Easy. But right. yeah, if your kids at camp, by the way, me being at sleepaway camp and I loved it, getting mail at sleepaway camp the best. is incredible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so send those send those kids some cards and, you know, put some fun stuff in there too. Like yeah. Lottery tickets or baseball cards or whatever. I used to love that stuff. It's also nice as an adult to get mail that's not a bill. Like it's kind of nice right. to get, you know, something in the mail that's like, I don't know, a, a cute card or something. Right. I, I, I get it. But I was going to, I think we've told this episode, a lo- I mean, this story a long time ago on an episode where, you know, with the generation, uh, our grandparents' generation and everything was much more traditional. But when, when Mia was born, it was... It, one of the one of our older relatives sent her a sweater and um, it was a cute, nice sweater. You know, I got it. It was, you know, got a lot of presents for her. She was our first kid. And about three weeks later, I get a note in the mail. Do you remember this? I'm remembering as you're telling. And the note said, hi, three weeks ago, I sent you a sweater for your new baby. I have not received a thank you note for it yet. <laughs> yeah, I do remember this. You either A, hate the sweater. Oh, really? I yes. don't remember this. B, the sweater never got to you. <laughs> or C, you just haven't had the courtesy to write us a thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was like, 
so angry. And I remember calling my mom and being like, can you, you know, like here I was, first of all, it was three weeks. I mean, I was barely recovered from my C-section yet. Mm-hmm. Not, not to say that I still never wrote him a thank you. So, you know, but also probably after that out of principle. But I, I get it. Like if you want me to acknowledge, you know, yes, you want to know I got it. Okay. I mean, there wasn't, you know, we, people weren't texting as much back then, especially older people. But I, I really think that that is... I mean, come on, give new moms a break, new parents a break, you know, like we need to also be like, all right, come on. I mean, I had postpartum depression. I was like, let's give each other a break. Yeah. Well, now it's easier. At least we have texting where we didn't when Mm -hmm. Mia was born. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if, if, if I have an aunt or, you know, whoever who sends my kids gifts for the holidays, you know, I, I can easily just text a Thank you so much. That was very generous. Yeah. I appreciate it. Right. Where, you know, without the without the expectation of going out and buying thank you notes and filling it out and putting a stamp on it and mailing like it's easy to just send a text and say, Thank you. I right. got it. You know. So now it's so much easier to say thank you than it was before. Mm-hmm. So it's at least nice that we have that. Definitely. Yeah. It makes so much it makes everything so much easier. Okay. Um, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say uh as far as I think, uh, so I wanted to get into a little bit about like parenting and if we're teaching our kids, you know, etiquette or proper. Okay. Well, uh, I think you asked me about that, but I don't have my okay. notes here, but I'll just do what I can. Okay. So, uh, you know, again, I am a hot mess when it comes to, you know, I don't know how to properly set a table. Never did. <laughs> Never will. Probably. I can sh- I can fold a shirt like nobody's business because I worked at a clothing store when I was in high school. I don't do it on a regular. Like I'm not. I don't nicely fold our clothes, but I could. Um, but I don't. You know, our kids. There are certain things that they probably, you know, are not very good at as far as like they would go to somebody's house. And, you know, sometimes other kids probably know how to set the table. And my kids are probably like, what the fuck is happening? Like, mm-hmm. don't you just throw everything in the middle of the table and just grab, you know, because that's well, kind first of- you have to have a, like a dinner setting where everybody goes to the table at the same time. Right. Yeah. No, together. we don't even have yeah, that. No. But there are certain things like when we're at a restaurant, I do tell them to put their napkin in their lap. Mm-hmm. Um our kids stand when they're eating instead of sitting. And I'm like, just sit down. You know, uh, our youngest still does not use utensils. He's almost 10. He still eats with his hands pretty much. He tries. We're always telling him like, use a fork, use a fork. Um, But, you know, it's also been really hard with COVID because we're not out in the world. We haven't been out in the world that much. Like those teachable moments you know, are not as much to, to to show proper etiquette and stuff because they're just not having those experiences. So like I, you know, one thing that is really important to me, we were at a restaurant recently and um, we, you know, again, we haven't been to restaurants really in a year, over a year. So we were at a restaurant and we were in the waiting area and it was packed and there were just a few seats to wait. And um, so I'm sitting down in an elderly woman walks in and there's no more seats. So I get up and I, you know, I say, please take my seat. 
So I took that moment as telling Ian, who was with me, do you know that when you are, you know, in a waiting room or on a bus or on a subway or a train, that if you have a seat and, you know, an elderly or a pregnant or a disabled person comes on and they don't, that you give your seat up for them. You know, if you're young, and you, you can mm-hmm. stand and... Um, and he said, no, I didn't know that. I said, okay, well, now you do. So that was like a teachable moment. No, that's you know? great. But with, there haven't been so many of those moments recently. Right, how did they recently. know? Right, how would they learn to, yeah. to do that? Right. Yeah. I mean, our kids, you know, they, they're very good about saying please and thank you. And, but they're probably also going to be pretty shitty about writing thank you notes because I'm not good at it. And, they're, you know, so there's certain things that – but um, – but again, you know, as as the moment happens, as these teachable moments happen, I take I try to I do try to take those teachable moments. But also they it, it's been rough with covid. You know, they weren't going to all the parties that, you know, you bring a gift and you do this and you do like they just it just wasn't a thing in the past year and a half. Mm-hmm. So they might be behind all the kids in some of this understanding because you know, I, I worry even about our kids crossing the street because they haven't really done a lot of stuff outside even before this summer for a year and a half. And Yeah, but also, I mean, where we live, there's no street to right, cross. Right. It's not even something you think about. Right. You know? But those sort of little things that we take for granted in regular life during the pandemic have been, right. it's been harder. Yeah, I just want to make sure that our kids know, and they do, you know, please and thank you respecting you know your elders you know you don't call your friends parents by their first name unless they say it's okay right or like if you say hey mr or mrs so-and-so and and they say no my name is you know whatever jill or danielle or adam you know then that then it's fine but those kinds of things i guess i don't know are those more traditional values that are going away too i don't know i I I asked some of these questions so i asked people i said do you know how to properly set a table like the legit restaurant way to set a table uh it was about 50 50 about i said i asked like people you know like our community do you know how it was about 50 50 i said do your kids know how to properly set a table 80 percent said no well, all right. How do you properly set a table? Just want to make sure I understand. Well, I, like I said, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> but I think it's, I mean, it all depends. Like you put a plate down and a fork down. No, you a put a plate, I think, on the left. Wait, let's see. We're going to check this after. But I'm going to try to guess. I think the spoon and the knife go on the left. I think the fork goes on the right. Well, that makes sense if you're a righty because you know. I, I don't even know if it's right. For me we as have a to check righty, it. I'll use my fork in my left hand and cut with my with a knife uh, in my right okay. hand. So it's opposite. Well, and then the the glass, I think, goes on the right side. And then the napkin goes under the f- knife and the spoon. I okay. think. Wait, I want to check well, this. But wait a minute. You have a salad fork. You have a dinner fork. You have what is a, this, pretty woman? <laughs> a, you, need a, you need a fork for the oysters and the clams. Right, and the, you yeah. Know, I don't know. Uh, I the, think the it all depends. Fork, whatever yeah. it is. No, I think it all depends. Okay, it shows... Oh, my God. Well, these are like all very traditional. Oh, yeah, no. I had it completely wrong. How to set a dinner table. Place a dinner plate at the center. The fork is placed to the left side of the plate. I'm right, see? <laughs> I knew that. Place the knife to the right of the dinner plate and then the spoon to the right of the knife. Set the water glass at the top right corner. I got that right. Above the knife. 
The napkin can be placed on top of the dinner plate or beneath the fork. Okay. See, I know what I'm talking about. You take the, the fork with your left hand, the, the knife with your right hand. If you're a righty, most people are, so I guess that's the common way to do it. The spoon is on the right because you eat the soup with your right hand spoon, you know, for the spoon. I get it. Hmm. I know what I'm doing. Okay. Not, yeah, table setter. Wow. Yeah, no, <laughs> I really did not. See, I told you. I don't, I'm not, wasn't lying. I really don't know. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I think that we're doing a good job with our kids as far as, like, they are definitely, you know, grateful kids. Um, do they do they have all the proper etiquette? I, well, they kind of do, but now they're in their teenage years where they're becoming those teenage assholes where they're just not proper and they're rude. And, like, like with, with Ian, with our middle son, he's always been the most proper and like having so much respect for everybody. Well, he's, he does outside the house. Correct. Yeah. 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 So he, but he, I, maybe did he do it with us? I'm not even sure, but he's just, everybody who ever met him is like, that's the most mm-hmm. like proper kid I've ever seen in my life. He's mm-hmm. so respectful. And so, but you know, now that he's 13 and you know, with us only, I guess not outside the house, it's a fucking asshole. Like to mm-hmm. us, like he, you know, talks to us like we're his friends. No, he talks to us like we're his servants. Oh, right, that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I do get upset. I mean, not very not very many, but if he has a friend in the car and the friend curses in front of me, there's, I mean, I don't get mad, but there's part of me that's like, oh, wow, I'm surprised that mm-hmm. they are cursing in front of, you know, I definitely tell our kids you don't curse, you know, what you do with your friends is one thing, and there are certain curse words I don't like him saying. Like, I don't want him calling anybody a bitch or right. anything like that. Anything like that I don't like. If you anyway. drop something and you say shit or you're... You right, know, of course. I I would prefer you don't do it in front of me or other grown-ups just to get in the habit of doing that. And I certainly don't want you doing it in a parent's car or something. That's just... Right. Well, also because we're so lenient and we're so, you know, forgiving of that kind of stuff because we do it in front of them ourselves. Yeah. That it's fine And cursing with me. doesn't bother me. No, I'm not so as, comfortable yeah, not with Not at it. all. So like in the house with us, that stuff is okay as long as you're not disrespecting anybody. Right. It's, as long it as, you know, like you said, if you drop something and you say shit or fuck or whatever, like it's like, hey, you know, watch what you say, but not a big deal. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Exactly. But in the presence of others and other families, that's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. You just, it's more about teaching them time and there's a time and a place for right. everything. Well, it's funny because, you know, Ian being such a Green Day fan as a baby, he was saying fuck because it's part of the song since he's a baby. Right. You know, and we're always laughing. And he didn't even know it was a curse word. Of course. You know, so it's funny. So I asked, do your kids' friends call you by your first name? So, um, uh, like, you know, do they call you Adam or do they call you Mr. Silverstein? Do do our kids' friends call me Adam? Do your kids, yeah, I asked our community, do your kids' friends call you by your first name? For me, I hope so. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they always do. And if they ever don't, it's, you know, no, 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 my name's Adam. Yeah. I'm not Mr. Silverstein. I'm not Sir. I'm not any of that stuff. Right. I put this on last night. So far, uh, you know, 5,800 people said, yes, they call me by my first name. And 1,700 said they call me by my last name. Well, it's got to be confusing to kids because, you know, your teachers are Mr. and Mrs. Right. You know, your friend's parents are their first name. You're, right. When you go to a store, it's thank you, ma'am. Or, you know, what? like it's a confusing, Yeah. you know, it's got to be hard for kids. I said, do you call your in-laws mom or dad or by their first name? And 80% call by first name, 20% mom and dad. 
I remember your dad saying to me, don't call me dad. Oh, really? Yeah. He was very against it. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I didn't want to call. I yeah. just was like, like I would just... never call your dad dad. Right. You know, I think of him as my dad or my you know father-in-law, obviously. And I, you know, I love him in that way. Yeah. I, no, I'm not I don't know. I think it's kind of nice, but I also, Nothing I, wrong I, with I it. say either, yeah, either way. Um, and then, yeah. So those were, uh, do they know how to set a table? Um, thoughts about sending a thank you note after a wedding or a baby is born. 54% said, keep it. We might have talked about this last night. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I guess since last night there's been more uh, answers. So 54% of people say we should do thank yous after a wedding or a baby. Yeah. Okay. To yeah. each their own. Right. I completely disagree. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, this was a marriage thing also. I don't know if this is, an, this is not really an etiquette thing, but it was a marriage thing. I asked, do you and your partner ever shower together for the sake of saving time or for convenience? Yeah, we did this last night. We did? Yeah. Oh. We did? <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay. <laughs> we said we don't. You said your brother, your sister and oh, brother-in-law right, do. Oh, right, right. And, and I know. have some friends who do. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not happening. Okay. No. I like, I like warm water. I like warm water. Yeah. We both wouldn't fit in our shower, Tim. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I also just, you know, a few more that other people said as far as like having, you know, uh, ideas about... Some people, I said etiquette practices. We did some of them l last night when we were recorded. Etiquette practices, our community said we need to get rid of. A few good ones that I really agree with were uh, dressing up for events. Someone said, I, I don't like dressing up for events anymore. I just want to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, and on actually on our on our invitation for Ian's bar mitzvah, I wrote, um, he wanted jeans and jerseys because, you know, sports. He mm -hmm. wants jeans and jerseys. But then I wrote, or anything you're comfortable partying in. Because right. my, my mom is not right wearing a jersey. You know, like your mom is not wearing a jersey. They want to no, wear... She probably will. Maybe. <laughs> but but I just want people, especially post-COVID, we haven't gone anywhere. We haven't done anything. Like, I just want people to... So if that means they want to wear a dress and get dressed up, go for it. Like, I don't care what you wear at my party. I want you to be comfortable. I want you to feel like yourself. And I want you to feel like you can get out on, on the dance floor and like your Spanx aren't restricting you if you don't want to wear Spanx. And your heels aren't bothering you if you don't want to wear heels. And you're, you know... You don't have you don't have to worry about having a jacket and a tie and sweating and well last night Ian was went to a bar mitzvah and you put him in um, pants uh, like khakis. khaki pants mm -hmm. and a just a polo shirt yeah right and he was complaining like I'm sitting and the button is on my butt you know mm -hmm. it's hurting when I sit or whatever I'm uncomfortable I'm like fuck you <laughs> we had to wear suits to bar mitzvahs when I was going right like ties uncomfortable button down shirts and jackets and slacks and like no you're just fine yeah you know and that's the way it should be great keep doing it that way obviously we feel that way because that's what we're doing but I just thought it was so funny how he was complaining how he was dressed in khakis and a polo shirt you know well he also similar to us and everybody else has not worn real clothes in a very right. long time. Everything has been outdoors. This was the first indoor thing he's gone to. So everything has been, you know, he's never not in just elastic waist shorts and a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. So just like if someone said to me right now, you need to get dressed up. 
you know, two years ago, that would have seemed super normal. Now I'm like, I don't even have, I don't even own anything anymore to wear. Or well, yeah, I was nervous about the bar mitzvah before we set the jeans and jerseys thing, but we still have the temple to do. I don't have a suit. Right. I don't own a suit. Right. I don't have pants. I don't have a. I don't have a tie. I don't have a jacket. Yeah. I haven't worn one since I don't even remember when. I yeah. never had to. Like I, I'm in retail. Like I don't wear. I don't dress up. Right. You know. So I don't have that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I do love the, you know, there is part of me that likes the idea of getting dressed. You know, they're like... Not me. Uh, well, I don't know. There's something to be said for like putting on a suit or putting on a, you know, I, I don't like dresses. On, I don't like myself in dresses, but like a nice, you know, pair of pants and a top. And I I, I still like that somewhat, but... No, I like when we go out to like a nice restaurant and I'm wearing like nice jeans with a nice button down shirt. Right. You know, but comfortable kind of thing. And you're dressed up and like, and you're make, you know, you're all made up with your makeup and everything. Like, I like that. Yeah. I hate the suit and tie and the, maybe because I had to wear that well, at high school. Especially if you're going to be at a party and you're dancing and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's like, so it not makes conducive. no sense. Right. I'll, I, yeah. I mean, I do get it, especially like if people want to dress up now after everything, there's part of like, I don't know, we want to go out and we want to feel... You know, like special, dressed right. up, celebratory. So, you know, what, however you do it. But I wanted people to know it was very important to me that like, you know, whatever you whatever you want to wear. Granted, listen, do I think people should wear sweatpants? No, maybe not. Right. But, you know, it, whatever you're going to whatever is going to get you on the dance floor, whatever is going to get you feeling comfortable and being social and wanting to be out there and party. That's where I want right. you to be. Yeah, I think I'm so, um, what's the word, whatever, against wearing, like I had to wear suits to school, in high school. Like a, right, you had a uniform. School. No, it wasn't a uniform. We had to wear oh, right. you didn't have a jackets uniform. and ties. Right, right, right. You know? Mm -hmm. So I think ever since then, I'm like never wearing a fucking suit again. Yeah. We had, yeah, my high school, uh, we had a, a dress code also for a long time, you know, from all the way back that guys had to wear button downs, um, you know, and khakis and girls. I, I don't even remember what we had to wear. But the boys, it was, you know, button downs. Even, you know, if it was hot out, even it was button downs. And I remember the president of our class, he was a brilliant guy, you know, like just so smart. In the middle of an assembly, he stood up and he said, I would like to talk about the dress code. And he started unbuttoning his button down, took it off and threw it. So all the other kids mm -hmm. started taking off and they did away with the dress code. Really? Yep. They changed it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. He's still changing the world, man. He is. That's crazy. Yeah. He's, a, he's an impressive human. Okay. We have to take another break. I'm really excited for the next topic. Oh, there's more? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there is? Oh, I have a lot more. Oh, which, shit. Which I'm very excited about. But it, it, it's, it's not tipping go. again, is it? No, okay. it's not tipping again. All right. We'll be right back. Okay. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Before we move on, I, I have one question for you. Should men wash their hands after they pee? Of course. Okay, I'm not disagreeing with you, but 
why? Like we don't get pee on our hands. Do you hold your penis? Yeah. Okay, then yes. But you but but you don't you, you don't wash your hands if you touch your arm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you are you saying that? But okay, wait but a minute. It's just an extension of your body, like anything else. Like there's no. It's not <laughs> dirty. I showered today. Uh, no, I, w- with the under parts. Like we don't wipe. You know what I mean? With the under parts. Listen, you're sh- you're sweaty. You're <laughs> it's it gets dirty and like you're you're you, dirty from what? Yeah. You, you have your underwear on. You have your pants on. From being, I don't know. Maybe uh, the maybe like it's sweaty and like yeah, just yeah. I get it. Yeah, right. I'm I, just curious what you thought about that. Well, and that is one actually one thing that we I we really need to do a better job with the boys is that I really do think. With our boys, because they stand when they pee, and they could give a shit about where their pee is going. Right. I do feel like, like my sister has said to me before that, uh, you know, Ian has been at her house and like peed all over her floor, right. and I, you know, she doesn't. She's his aunt. She loves him. She was just sort of more joking about it. But I don't want anybody to have to clean his pee up. Right. He doesn't do it anymore. He, like he, like they're he, pretty bad still. I don't know. We used to go in the bathroom and there was literally pee all over the floor. I feel like our our bathroom downstairs always smells like pee. Not anymore. I think it's not like it was. Right. Well, I they, they need. I do need to teach them. You know that if they're at another person's house, you clean up your pee. Just same with girls. Like if I squat and I pee on the seat, I clean it. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing for a boy. He's got to. All right, look, I'm just saying I do w- wash my hands usually, mm-hmm. especially if I'm at work or anything, only because if somebody's outside the door and they know like, that I'm. I peeing, don't care if you wash them with me. Right. That I mean, doesn't bother whatever. me. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I well, was curious. And COVID, you know, <laughs> lots of reasons to wash your There's hands. There's no COVID on penises. No. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All we are, right. We are not, we are not experts. Don't listen no, to us. No, we are not. We are not going there. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to move on and talk about etiquette with um, being a customer, being in business, because this is something that I deal with on a daily basis. And I think it's really important for you, for people listening. You're probably a customer of some sort and go into stores and deal with employees and all that. So I, I think it's important for everybody to realize proper etiquette while shopping. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. By Adam Silverstein. <laughs> proper etiquette by shopping. Did you do anything Adam on this or no? Silverstein. Uh, I, 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 no. Okay. Then I will proceed. Oh, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting. All right. So please, here, here's my, uh, PSA, my public service announcement for for this episode. Just please don't be this customer. Try your hardest. I know it's a difficult situation and shopping is very, you know, strenuous strenuous and tough and I get it. (laughs) But there's people on the other end and think about them. Okay. The people that are working. Okay. Um, Number one is this is the old golden rule of customers the customer is not always right. That I agree with you. Okay. That needs to go away. And it is. I agree with you. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, if something doesn't scan at the register, it's not free. <laughs> <laughs> something. Just, How many times you hear that joke? Uh, once, twice, three times a day. <laughs> like, okay. It's, and it, and it's not <laughs> funny when you ask, All right, you right. know, Right. Something happened. 
we fix it and it'll scan. Right. Okay. Okay. If you want it, you're going to pay for it. Okay. Right. Um, if you're shopping for something and it's not on the shelf, there's no more in the back room. But that's not always the case. If you go to a clothing store, a lot of times oh, they do keep sizes and stuff in the back room. Do they? Why oh, would they yeah. do that? Because like I always think to myself. Because they haven't restocked yet out on the floor. But I always think to myself, like if, if somebody says, oh, you're out of this. Can you check the back? And I'm like, oh, of course. We keep things in the back for the people who ask for things and don't want to. But you do keep costumes and stuff in the back. No, but we keep them in the, the extras. We keep extras of dressing. That's right. So we fill it in if we don't have a big back stock. We don't have like, all right, maybe it's just me and my store. (laughs) I think it depends because clothing stores, they do keep stuff in the back. Okay. We're not a clothing store. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, if something is out of stock, I can't call you when it comes in. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. Okay. So if if you're out of it and you're wondering why we're out and when we're getting it back, I don't know when they ship it. I can't keep track of it and find out when that one item of my 50,000 items in my store comes in uh-huh. and call you when it does. Just right. don't ask. But again, different. I mean, if you are at Hermes, is that even how you say it? Or is it Hermes? Or, no, Hermes I don't know. I Hermes. Yeah. And they sell seven scarves at the store. Right. And they're out of the $10,000 scarf you want. They're going to call you when the new one comes in. Right. But my $3 pack of plates, right, I'm right. not calling you right. when it comes okay. in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when you're paying cash and you have all you have is large bills, I know you didn't just make that $100 bill this morning. People do that. You have not no experience with this? With I don't reaction. even know what you're saying. People, people like if they're buying a, a $3 greeting card and they give me a $100 bill, They'll say, oh, I just made these this morning. Ha, 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 ha. Like, <laughs> what? No? No. I hear it a lot. You do? A lot. Because you're checking it, you mean? They joke. Yeah. Like, well, I look because it up you, at the light. Yeah. And you put the marker on it or whatever. They're right. like, oh, I just made it this morning. I have right. plenty more if you need them. Oh, like, my like, God. Fucking stupid. <laughs> They're <laughs> trying to be nice and start know. conversation. I know. I get it. Like, I'm not mad about it. But right. it's like, oh, the funny for the third time oh my today. god <laughs> all right another one mm-hmm. Th- this is for real big problem huge problem mm-hmm. right if you pick something up off the shelf and then while you're still shopping you decide you don't want it don't stick it fucking anywhere i do that oh it's so annoying i do that just if, if it's too much work to put it back where you got it give it to the cashier when you're checking right it out. right we're not going to be mad at you yeah. We're not mad. No, it's I, okay. Uh, yeah, we actually prefer you to do that, so we don't have to go find things hidden. Like we have seasonal business. You know, we have we sell things for you know Halloween and Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day. They're like all the all the holidays we cover. And after the season's over, we pack things up and put them away. And I'll find shit from that season in another aisle or everyday aisle. Then I'm like, fuck, what do I do with this now? Like everything's packed up, everything's gone, everything's like, <laughs> and there's just. You know, a fuck, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm just frustrated about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, also, no, I don't have an extra coupon. <laughs> <laughs> There's no extra ones back here. Okay. Okay, so don't ask for that. Okay. If, if you get coupons in the mail, save them and right. bring them. Right. Okay. You want to bring it back with your receipt? Yeah, I'll do it for you. <laughs> I don't have another one. 
in my pocket for you. Okay. Okay. You could do a whole comedy routine on that. <laughs> it's just so much. Right. You know, it's so funny because, any, you know, anybody who's listened to us for a while knows I work with my mom and it's a family business. And so I texted her. I wanted to hear her thoughts about this stuff. Mm-hmm. She was so excited to send me these things. Right. Too. So she had a few of her own, which I was really excited about. Um, <laughs> talking on the phone while you're checking out. Rude. Most most people do hang up and they're like, I'm checking out now. I got to go. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Some people don't. And they continue their conversation while they're checking out. It's really fucking annoying. Being don't on do the, that. Yeah. In general, being on the phone when you're when you're conversing or interacting with another person is... And especially at the nail salon or at the oh, spa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes <gasps> sense. You're trying to relax oh, and enjoy. Oh, my God. People carry on whole conversations. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I have 60 minutes to be here and try to relax. Please, I don't want to hear about little Johnny's baseball game on right. the phone. Exactly. But even worse than that, people will come in, they'll walk in, and we know right away because they're on FaceTime, on speaker, Walking around the store, talk so you, you can literally hear both sides of the conversation <laughs> loudly. And you, you know how annoying a speaker is on a on a phone, mm-hmm. like you know, and like our kids are watching a YouTube video or whatever, and you can hear it. How annoying it is, and people walk around the store doing that on speaker on FaceTime, talking to each other. And I get it; they're probably showing them things like, "Hey, do you want this or do you want?" But usually not. They're just talking like they would. Or put some a- AirPods in. Exactly. Yeah. It's fucking annoying. I think if you are here both sides of a conversation and there's an argument and you are an outsider stranger, you have every right to give your input into that argument. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can take sides. Don't be cracking your gum while you're checking out too. That's How about just really in general. Annoying. How about let's not just let's yeah. not crack gum. Let's in not general. crack gum. It's mm-hmm. awful. Mm-hmm. Don't do it in public. Um, don't ask us to take something back that you bought. Not in our store, somewhere else, but we carry it. Like we sell the right. item. And they're like, oh, but you sell it. So can you take it back? I got this at Target, yeah. but right. Yeah, but you sell it. <laughs> can you take it back? Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> it's fucking annoying. Imagine like, bringing a pair of people? khaki pants from Gap to J. Crew and being <laughs> like, but you sell khaki pants. <laughs> but even still, like I get the difference there where it's a brand. Mm-hmm. We're, we sell the same thing as Target. Like literally the same brand, the same item, the whatever, the, and they want to return it. Our but, but we sell it. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Um, next is like for real. <laughs> Listen, this is not a joke. <laughs> if, if people people are, <laughs> I just yeah. This is like airing your grievances. I'm so loving this. This is like the Adam bitch session. Okay, go no, ahead. This one is my next PSA for the episode because <laughs> this is, no, for real, this is not a joke. It's not even funny. Right now, all of you as customers who are going into a store or a patron in a restaurant or whatever, you need to understand there's a huge problem in business right now and restaurants we're we're all crazy, crazy short-staffed, crazy short on merchandise. We can't get it. Manufacturing is a huge issue. Receiving items is a huge issue. You're going to be paying more money at checkout or at the restaurant, or we're not going to have items, and you're going to be waiting longer for things. You have to realize this is not our fault. There's just shit going on right now because of COVID and because of you know labor shortages and because of everything. Please, please, please try your best to be respectful of that. And if you can't handle it, don't go. 
do not go. We are getting in fights all like when when COVID first kind of broke and we op- not broke, but we it was normalizing and we were opening stores again and we opened our business. People were so nice. Everybody was so understanding and so like I get it. Thank you for being open again and thank you for coming in and thank you for doing and like all of a sudden, all the assholes are back out again and getting mad and fighting and fuck you. I'm to waiting. I waited five minutes to place my order and I waited. You got to understand shit's going down. Mm-hmm. Please just understand. And if you can't, don't go. Don't do it. Like we don't need. I mean, we do, but we don't need your shit in our store right now. Mm-hmm. There's too much going on. Yeah, and especially with small businesses. Like, come on, let's be a little courteous to small businesses. Damn I mean, right. to everybody. But small businesses, especially right now, you know, like, like it's, let's be as gracious as we possibly can to everybody, all employees everywhere. But small businesses, carry, you know, have, have really been hit hard. So just please stop, try to understand, be respectful, and understand the, what the situation is right now. And the last thing that I have which I'm kind of torn on. And this is a little different than everything else I was talking about. You know, in our store, you know, a big part of our business is, you know, balloons. We have the balloon counter, you know, whatever. In the past, we've been in business for 38 years. If somebody asks for a balloon, we always used to ask, is this for a male or a female to choose the ribbon color we put on the balloon? I don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. You can't do it, right? Like what's proper? Why should you? But we always do it because if, if somebody buys like a Why neutral, can't you just say to someone, what ribbon color do you want? It's just been ingrained in us. Like, is this for a male or a female? Like, just because we choose, like, should it be, you know, pink or purple or I'm surprised blue Mia or hasn't red. given you shit about that. I don't, because I think we're doing it less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mia would definitely just such be like, common, oh, no, you're not. It was just such a commonplace thing. It was just not even yeah. a thought. It was just what we did. And that's one of the things that, you know, etiquette wise, like I would it's just not say, proper I would just say, what color ribbon do you want? Or not just put yellow on. <laughs> right? No, you don't have to put yellow on, <laughs> but you could say to a person, what color ribbon do you okay. want? So it's wrong to say, is this for a male or a female? Yeah, right? I think it is wrong. I, and I get that. Like, yeah. that's why I'm kind of uh, asking Yeah, I don't this. think it's necessary. Okay. Uh, yeah. I just think, uh, I mean, a lot of places now, you know, even... On online, if you shop and everything, you know, uh, there's they're doing less separating of boys merchandise and girls merchandise. And, you know, are you shopping for a boy? Are you shopping for a girl? And it's it's overlapping more now, as in my opinion, as it should, because. Right. Well, it's also funny because we separate. We have two aisles of kids birthday party supplies. One is geared towards boys. The other is geared towards girls. Right. So they're separated by aisles. Yeah. Mm. So. You know, how do you do it? Do you mix everything in now? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to offend people and, you know, do it the wrong way. Like, cause that's just the way we've been doing it for 38 right, years. Right. That's just and, the way you've been doing you it. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Weird. It's like, it, right. it's really, it's, 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 it's a tough. I say make a statement and mix it all together. <laughs> <laughs> do it by theme. Right. That, that'll be our advertising campaign. Like animal we, shows over here. What? Animal, you know, Paw Patrol and... Oh, Animal Show. Oh, TV yeah, shows. Okay. you know, human-based characters over here, <laughs> superheroes over here. I like I like to do... I would like to do it by um, species. Species? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, typically, you know, our superhero area is was the boys' section, mm-hmm. you know? 
But I did try a little bit because they came out with like, oh my god, girls are so into superheroes. I now know that because and of Marvel and everything. I've been looking everywhere. Like I found Wonder Woman party supplies, and I found you know girls DC party supplies. So I mix it all together now. Yeah, because like, I know girls are into oh yeah superheroes almost as much as boys at Definitely. this point. So I get it. So you have to like kind of navigate this whole, you know. You, you can't stereotype. It's not. No. It and I think it, I think it's even better to be a, uh, a leader in the anti stereotype. Be one of the first to. Well, I, I was by the way, cause I brought in, I think I'm the only store that I know of in our wedding area where it's always, you know, um, the big thing is Mr. And Mrs. And, you know, bridals for the girl and whatever. I brought in this whole line of Mr. And Mr. Good Mrs. For you. And Mrs. Good for you. I brought in all that shit. I'm Just proud of you. I know it's not going to sell. You guys also have a huge pride section, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah, we do. So, like, I know it's not going to be, like, a big seller and take up, you know, be a big part of our business, but I want to offer it. I want Absolutely. it to be there. I want I it love so that. people know Damn, that. Damn, that's sexy. Yeah, I love it. Right. Damn. Wow. All right, that's all I got. So That's it? I, I, trust me, I have more, <laughs> but I stopped. No, that was great. I That was very informative. All right, so back to tip. You could do a whole podcast <laughs> on that, like your own Adam's business grievances and tipping. Yeah, let's stay <laughs> right. away from the tipping. But um, but that is interesting. I think didn't you say you wanted to do like a guys' night uh, type uh, Zoom call with like marriage and martinis listener guys and just like have like a a bitch session? I would love to. Yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. I'd like to do a bitch session too. Like it just like you just do every day air, on Instagram. Yeah, that's true. That's, that is true. Like what you do. That is a very good point. Yeah. So I, I want that with guys. Would right. They, is there anybody out there who would want to do that? Hit me sure. up. Like, let me know. Send me an email. I, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that would be cool. Um, okay. All right. This was fantastic. <laughs> it was fun. I want to do more episodes like this. Okay. This was a lot of fun. So we'll do more episodes like this. Do other people want us to do more <laughs> right. episodes? Like Are you this? still here? That is the. This I think might be our longest episode ever. <laughs> if we don't, <laughs> if we don't cut out, like, right? Whatever. Right. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And um, put your shit away when you're at the store, back where it goes. Right. I will be doing that too. Yes. Tip your waiters and waitresses. Tip and tip your housekeepers, please. Uh, your your house staff, your housekeeper staff. House staff. What's it called? I don't know. We don't have a house staff. No, no. At a hotel. Your housekeeping. Housekeeping. Oh, your housekeeping. Oh, I thought you meant in a house. Like somebody cleaning your house. Like in Tommy Boy. Housekeeping. (laughs) You want me to check you off? (laughs) Um, Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Oh, by the way, we still have um, our biggest discount for the date night questions. Yes. Um, You too can have conversations like this (laughs) with your partner. (laughs) What is it? Eminem podcast? Yeah. Eminem podcast. Eminem not Eminem the rapper. No. M N M podcast for twenty percent off. That is literally your this is the only place if you are a listener that you can get twenty percent off. Right. Yep. All right, cool. Thanks guys. Thank you. Love you. Love yeah. Have Bye. a good week. Bye.